Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. We're in Double Deuce. Gravelly as hell, but we're still here. Got a little bit of a cold, but I didn't let that stop me from Zooming with my with my partner in crime, Nelson, so we can yeah, give yeah. you a, a later episode episode of Double Deuce, which is episode 371. Nah. Oh, 395. Nah, in the middle uh, between those. 382. Really close. 383. There you go. Yeah, episode 383, the AI episode. The what now? Well, I'm I've decided for this episode that I'm gonna all my responses are gonna be chat GPS uh or GPT program AI episodes. So I'm gonna let the AI do my entire part today. Okay. Because I started looking at the AI earlier. Uh, I was curious. And um, I, I wanted to know what the AI thought of Double Deuce, so I asked it to give me a 250-word summary of the podcast, Double Deuce with Will, Will and Nelson. Do you, do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Double Deuce is a podcast hosted by two friends, Will and Nelson, who share a passion for sports, music, and pop culture. The podcast covers a range of topics, including current events of the world of sports, music releases, movies, and TV shows. The hosts have a natural chemistry, and their conversations are entertaining, informative, and relatable. Huh? One of the standout features. It does, actually. Here's where it gets a little wonky. One of the standout features of the podcast is the host's ability to mix their interests seamlessly. They can start discussing the NBA playoffs and then transition to the latest music releases from popular artists like Drake and Kanye West. This makes podcasts engaging and interesting for a wide range of listeners. I can't tell you how many times we have started off talking about the NBA playoffs and ended up talking about Drake and Kanye West. It's true. It's like every, every, every show. You know, I feel like they were doing a good job, except for they they had mentioned the music earlier. And I'm like, I feel like that was the only off note in the first half. And then they really leaned into the one thing that they got wrong. Yeah, they doubled down on it. They doubled down on it. You want to hear what it thinks our top 10 episodes are? Yes. Okay. Episode, the first one, it says episode 25. We called it The NBA is Back, which is not the name of episode 25. <laughs> what is it? It says Will and Nelson discuss the return of the NBA and the latest sports news, as well as new music releases from artists like Beyonce and Taylor Swift. <laughs> Number two was episode 34. We called it Summer Movies, apparently. The hosts review the summer's biggest movies, including Spider-Man Homecoming and Wonder Woman, and share their thoughts on the state of the film and industry. Oh, man, these are these are priceless. It has us reviewing the Oscars. It has us doing uh, episode 58, World Cup Fever. Uh, Episode 78, The State of the Music Industry. Uh, And episode 92 the best movies of 2019. This really makes it sound a lot better than we actually are. Like, I mean, it's a lot more on target. Yeah. It it seems like we've got a a stronger uh, ethos in the chat GPT version of the podcast. I also asked it for a bio of you. And it says that you're a playwright known for your unique approach to storytelling and to create complex multi-dimensional characters which is true but then it says he was born and raised in new york city where he developed a love for theater and performing arts at a young age 
Yeah, not so uh, much. Also says Nelson has received numerous awards and accolades for his work as a playwright, including the New York Innovative Theater Award for Outstanding Full-Length Script for its play Futura. How how is Futura co- coming along? Um, Futura. you know, it, it's it's pretty good. Like they they gave us more money to put into the robot costumes for like the big robot fight at the end, and so that's really starting to come along. Well, but, you get an award like that, but the wire work is still a little bit fuzzy on the flying robots. But the ground robots, those are looking real good. Nice, nice. Well, I I think what I've realized through using this chat GPT program, both for this and other stuff, is that I don't think we have to worry about AI taking over the world yet. Yeah. What I like about it is it kind of like like a sociopathic eighth grader. It talks in vagaries and outright lies, but it's equally assured about both of them. Yeah. So much of it is still just playing the law of averages and going kind of with, you know, it's like a text finishing software and so it's just like yeah, yeah this this is what i've seen stuff like this it makes sense there's a lot of sports and and pop culture podcasts so it's probably like yeah it sounds like that i guess we're gonna go with yeah, that so let me pull up some stuff on that hey we've got a special guest in in the house my son oliver averill has just popped in to say hi hey buddy hi how are you doing today Good. yeah you sound kind of sad are you all right okay all right He's having a little bit of a moody afternoon. We 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 had a good time at I he went to IKEA with his mom and he got a little he got a little orangutan and uh apparently that's just a recipe for melancholy. Yeah. Played in a park. He played in a park in Kansas City, so maybe he got like Kansas City melancholia. He got the Kansas City itis. Got the Kansas City itis. Nothing's ever good enough for Kansas City. That's my Kansas City Itis song. That's pretty good. It's a, it's it's just a baby of a tune right now. I need to bring it to fruition. I need to nurse it with my musical breastfeeding of, of to health and complexity, and then I need to to take it to music school, teach it to be a proper grown up song, and then I need to give it a car when it turns fourteen and it can drive on its own. Even though I don't really want to, at fourteen, you can only go to and from work till sixteen. That's right. You can you can drive a little earlier here, can't you? You can drive when you're fourteen. Which now that my niece has just turned fourteen, I'm like, that's a baby. That's a baby. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but on the other hand, that's a free extra designated driver. True. Yeah. Don't tell me till fifteen back east to get our permit. Well, you got more cars over there per per capita there's a lot of cars that's true and more highways like i mean i guess the like 14 here because you could you could drive farm equipment for your folks because kids were working on the farms by the time they were 14 kids probably be driving in the country from the time they're like 11 like yeah you know farm kids run around with bricks tied to their feet for so they can just jump into those farm equipments and drive them around you know the farm equipments yeah, and that's legal because them's them's international farm waters. Right, right. Every everything's and legal on a farm. Fifteen miles out of Lawrence, and you're in international farm waters. A lot of people don't know that. You can do whatever you want. Yep, that's why sometimes you get wheat pirates. It's been a pretty. Said about uh, that. I feel like the wheat pirates have been a little quieter this year. 
Well, I, I think it's it's been uh, it was a heavy rainfall early in the season. It's not great for wheat pirates. They tend to shy away when it's when yeah. it's too wet early on. It gets too they easy like to spot them coming in the wheat. That's right. That's right. The mud bogs them down. Yep they they leave muddy little pirate footprints everywhere. Yeah, it's not good for anyone. We've talked a lot about technology and the way it's affected our podcast today. Uh, and that's been lovely. I've been I've really enjoyed that. I feel like we're getting to know each other uh, and the podcast a little bit better. Yeah. Hey, what yeah. about those new album releases from Drake and Beyonce? Oh, man, I really like the latest song by Drake uh, entitled Drake Me My Money. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Your your Internet just really flailed at a weird oh, time and I, the video busted back and forth man i wish i could record this i wish there was some way to record this it's like nelson's on remix your head's just shooting back and forth at like ultra fast speed like the guy on total recall yeah it was, it was, getting a little, it was like a little max headroomy for a second it was it was, it was i was waiting for an alien to bust out of your skull and be like you finally found out i'm not actually i've been nelson this whole time You've been friends with an alien. <laughs> You've done over 380 podcasts with an alien and you didn't even know it. I feel no, like I would fun. it's too early for that reveal. That 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 belongs on like a live show. Reve- that kind of reveal that you're an alien or I'm an alien. We got to say Well, that. I thought that the timing was weak, but then I I would attribute you more to good timing than the alien. Maybe the alien doesn't have any sense of the dramatic but, Although, but it grew up in New York City where it gained an affinity for the theater. That's true. From a very early age. Uh, good point. Good point. The thing that got Maybe me into theater was the TV show Hunter. And not because I was a huge fan of Hunter, but because when I was at like a band camp freshman year, I was inspired to join the stage crew because they had a lounge that they'd built underneath the uh, a hidden lounge underneath the light booth with a with a couch and a mattress and a tv and we watched an episode of hunter down there and i was like this is pretty sweet digs i better join this stage crew thing that's wild because uh hunter in its own way was kind of a pivotal show for me as well uh yeah because when i i would stay with my uh, a lady we call granny pritchett even though she wasn't my my granny she was just a lady who lived two doors down uh, ancient, ancient lady, like, like, look like, whoa, you're doing it again, man. That alien is, whoa, oh, man. he's going like space invaders. It's wild. That was anyway, a lot. Of, that was a lot of colors and, and, and it, it, I was in a rave, but now I'm yeah, back. You were, it was wild. Anyway, grandma Pritchett, uh, would had a, a little black and white TV or no, it was a small color TV. And we, uh, but it was one of the ones with dials and, and antenna rabbit ears. And uh, and yeah, you we would watch Hunter on that. And I'm like, we should get Fred Dwyer on the show. He's I don't think he's doing anything at this point. Is he still alive or did he die? I don't know. I feel like he might not have made it out of the 80s. I think he made it out of the 80s. He seemed like one of those guys who looked like he was in his late 50s, but was probably only in his late 30s. But he had that like hard American like life, like cocaine life. He might have had some cocaine times. I feel like he probably had some cocaine times. I mean, but he was on the hit show Hunter. His catchphrase was works for me. And and it was such a great catchphrase because you could use it in any situation. 
Like, if it's a good plan, works for me. He's still alive. Is, is he? Well, yes. Why don't we have him on the show? I don't know. You're the booker. Okay. I got a memo to myself. Get get Fred Dwyer on the show. Ask him about Hunter. I want to know what it was like to film Hunter. Was it as cool as it was to watch Hunter? Did it feel as cool filming Hunter as it felt to watch an episode of Hunter? Because I'll tell you, watching an episode of Hunter is like, yeah, I'm the cop without respect for the rules too, Hunter. You and me, we're two of the same kind, same kind. So I can relate to your adventures, Hunter. Only I'm not in New York and I don't have a gun and I don't have an attractive lady partner with whom I sort of flirt awkwardly in a show of somewhat toxic 80s masculinity that everybody thought was okay then because that's just how the way the world was and we hadn't had me too yet Hunter I wonder why they haven't rebooted it feels like it'd be a know. great reboot with... imagine getting Kanye West or Drake in that role I really feel like they would do do things with it Drake, Drake can do acting he, he got shot in the Canadian, you know, teen show. Why can't I? Degrassi. Buffy he was in a wheelchair. Slayer? In Degrassi? Yeah, Drake was in the, the 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 second generation Degrassi show. I was not aware of that. And he's like a, a basketball player, but then he gets shot. That's not that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Then, then he's in a wheelchair. Kind, kind of like uh, that one character in Oz, but they're not in prison. They're in high school. Well, one could argue like that's not too fundamentally different. It's a bit different. I mean, there's not an area in Degrassi or most high schools. Yeah, good point. Good point. Most high schools don't have a well an overt Aryan gang. Yeah, uh, it was it, it was it was pretty overt. Yeah, but my point is we need more Hunter in our lives. That's my point. My point is that that in in this complex buddy podcast where we talk about the latest in sports and entertainment we need a hunter remix so put that in your notes and let's let everybody know also did you watch hunter as a kid let us know double deuce i i watched hunter uh now it's time for fans in the wild corner where i'm gonna shout out a fan i saw in the wild guess who i saw in the wild who's a fan of our podcast Hmm. I'm guessing it's not Fred Dreyer. You would have asked him to come on. Right. It's not Fred Dreyer. I don't think he listens to our podcast yet. He might. He might. 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 Our podcast is a good way to spend your cocaine times. And so maybe Um, that should be. We should get worked out into a couple of ads. A good way to spend your cocaine. We should see if we can get cocaine to sponsor us. (laughs) Yeah. Big cocaine. Um. No, it, it was Jay Holly, Jay Holly, who, as far as I know, was not jacked up at, on cocaine at Breakfast Rotary. I don't know. You never know. So what far Jay as Holly. you know, he's got, that, he's got that smooth personality. He could be on all kinds of things. And you Did he have his like stuff. suit jacket sleeves rolled up over his elbows. Was he, was uh, he a little he, sweaty? Was he like sniffling and, and wiping his nose a lot? We all were. It was Breakfast Rotary. And, you know, yeah. it's like Breakfast Rotary is just like it's like cocaine from the minute you hit the door like mm-hmm. the sellies they don't call that the house of snow for nothing you know what i'm saying anyway uh Maselli's sponsor us uh we'd love for you to be a sponsor mm-hmm. we can either use the house of snow nomenclature we can leave that out whatever you prefer yeah uh, our rates are affordable i will talk about your your uh advanced uh, prep 
meal prep ordering plan thing that you have and the, the mounds of cocaine that are that are piling out of every corner of your establishment. And also, if any of you listeners have an in with the, the advertising department for cocaine, give them our number, too. Yes, yes. We we just want a little. We don't even want freebies or nothing. We just want some. We just want to to make some money to keep our, our hosting going. You know, some of that cocaine money, that sweet, sweet cocaine money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder, you know, I wonder if, if, if Pablo Neruda, if he'd have been around in today's technological world, if he would have had a podcast, because I think that would have been amazing. I hope it was about his choice of sweaters. I hope yeah. it's called Pablo Neruda Sweaters I Love, the podcast. That's what I want to hear. Was was he a big sweater guy? Well, in the in the in the the narco show and also in the the 95 part Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Oh yeah, Pablo Escobar. That's right, Pablo. Pablo Neruda is a poet. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't thought, know about I thought you were making a hard pivot, but I meant Pablo Escobar. Okay, yeah, but that does remind me of my sitcom idea about Pablo Escobar and Pablo Neruda accidentally winding up as roommates, and it's called My Two Pablos, yeah. and hilarity ensues as people keep getting them mixed up, and like, you know, Pablo Neruda's running around trying to like do cartel business and Pablo Escobar is trying to write love poetry and they're just, they can't, they're not good at each other's jobs. Are you, are you proposing maybe like a body swap comedy? I mean, you could go body swap or just like a wacky sort of threes company, but it's two, my two Pablos. Or, they they or, both accidentally know. touch a magic egg and say, I wish I had a different life at the same time. And then they, they swap lives. Yeah, yeah. Or there's the a housing mix up and, and they're like, they're both supposed to be in safe homes. Pablo Neruda for, you know, uh, sexual harassment and Pablo Escobar for killing lots of people. Uh, and, and they get stuck in the witness protection together. Uh, was Pablo Neruda a sexual harasser? I mean, I can't imagine with, with, with honeyed words like those, he didn't make some, you know, ill-advised advances, you know. So this seems like pure conjecture, Your Honor. I feel like I'm not I'm not getting a pop, a big Pablo Neruda gets through the Me Too movement without some call outs vibe from Pablo Neruda. I mean, let's be let's be honest. I mean, he, he looked like a vulture with constipation, a constipated vulture kind of with big glasses and a and a craggy face. Like uh as craggy as the the walls of Tiber Pass, I would say. That's pretty craggy. Yep. Big craggy. So, you know, if you're into that, cool. Cool. My two Pablos coming soon. It looks like actually Pablo Neruda is in trouble or was in trouble last year in, in Chile. Last some, year? Is, is he still stuff. alive? I don't think so, but I believe uh yeah, apparently he was a rapist. Oh, well that takes a little bit of the fun out of the lighthearted yeah. conjecture. It makes it a little too real. Uh, uh, but I'm gonna withdraw my objections to that conjecture because in in truth it was not conjecture. It was in fact like uh yeah, softball wow. apparently the wow. uh I'm, we actually do have lots of evidence that Pablo Escobar blew people up. He blew a lot of people up. So yeah, he was he was a straight up murderer. Yeah. So really, maybe this isn't the best lighthearted comedy show that I've ever thought of. No. However, 
that you doesn't mean the ones. Doesn't mean the Maselli's can't sponsor us. Yeah, we can uh we can we can drop my two Pablos. We can think of two other people with the same name and body swap them or make them live together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh or we could we could do what what about a lighthearted comedy series where we we were roommates and oh wait, we did that already. We did that already. Shout out for men in their thirties who are roommates. Went back and watched some of that. It's funny stuff. It's on YouTube still. Y'all should go and watch it. It's kind of hard to find, but good luck. Isn't it? Uh, I think you just have to look for the Victor Continental page, right? I think it's you just do, yeah, on there. You, yep, they're all on there, and you can enjoy them. You can enjoy them. You have our permission. That's right. And we didn't get sponsorship for that either. So no, the, we didn't really try very hard for it. But yeah, yeah. We just what we're learning is. We, we 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 like to do things, but we don't like to get sponsors for them early because that takes a lot of work. Yeah, we we need uh, any any listeners out there, door to door salesmen who want to like throw a little extra sales in while while you're already be like, well, why have you have you have you ever considered sponsoring a podcast before? You it know, seems that like you're not interested idea. in these encyclopedias, but do you like to listen to people talk? Even Let if you know, don't, do you want do you want to sponsor it? where all the big money is these days and you got to spend money to make money is what they could say yeah speculate to accumulate jesus said that i think he did i think he did in the rules of acquisition section of the bible wait a second i don't know if i read the rules of acquisition section of the bible well you're not a very good christian then are you never claim to be never claim to be you got all all them all them golden idols of false gods in your basement. I've seen them with my own eyes. The, the, those are costumes from the, when we had the theater company. Well, they're positioned to suggest a panoply of gods that are not the one true god. Oh, that's probably a Jack ADHD thing. Yeah, yeah. She does. So you're not I mean, worshiping them. I'm not. I'm not. I like a, it's more I like can't. a fun museum diorama type situation. I mean, you'd really have to ask her. Hashtag ADHD brain. I mean, I I don't know. She's probably she's got a reason. I'm sure. Well, are you suggesting that people with ADHD are bearing false idols? I mean, some of them probably. Yeah, probably. Double deuce. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're a Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook, and our email is doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on. Patreon.com backslash doubledeucepod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, that, like the minis you find in the deck of deuces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah. Yeah.
Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, well, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double dose. Good episode.